And we're back with another episode of the Anarchist Experience, episode 191, uh, aka season 3, episode 11, uh, coming at you this Saturday. As always, I am your host, Mr. Rich E. Rich, along with MC. And since we have phone numbers, you should dial them 303 335 9527 or 303 835 1301. That's 303 335 9527 or 303 835 1301. So, what is going on with you this week, MC? Oh well, um, I, I gave a speech and to a to a college class. That was fun about Bitcoin. Oh my! And, and the failures of fiat currency. And uh, yeah, you I mean not the it. not the current failures of Bitcoin. Mm, it hasn't failed yet. So <laughs> I'm just um, Sure, sure. But um, yeah. My my main point was that the uh, the the central banks are gonna fail themselves, and so. Um, it's not that Bitcoin is so so wonderful. It's just the banks uh, suck really bad. So <laughs> so bad, um, and and I don't think it's gonna be Bitcoin. So I I equated Bitcoin to digital gold, and it operates much the same way. In that eventually, uh, Bitcoin will become worth you know all the gold in the world, and at that point is are the people that are not in Bitcoin yet are they all of a sudden gonna go oh well now is a great time to get in Bitcoin and, and I'm going to use it for all my transactions. And I, I no, say, no, people don't not. do that with gold. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I said it's, it, it works exactly the same as gold. Like it, just think of it that way. And so some of the people in there, they're pro Bitcoin. They're like, Oh, well, you know, we need to use, you know, Bitcoin for every single transaction. I said, no, no, don't do that. <laughs> like, like, hold on to it. <laughs> like, would you, would you get rid of your, uh, your gold if you had some to buy coffee? No, you would hold on to your gold and you'd spend your cash. It's just, I mean, why? <laughs> um, so I think there's going to be a, another cryptocurrency. Um, hopefully it's the one that, that I come up with that uh, <laughs> you know, dominates the world economy and uh, as far as everyday transactions. And then with that currency, then people will be able to buy into uh, the, the non-inflationary coins like uh, Bitcoin and, and Monero. And so that's kind of what I hope happens. And are we st- are we goal. still going with DNA coin? Is that still kind of? Uh, I don't you, know. I it's really been a while since it. we talked about it. Yeah. So, and I've been th- thinking about that a lot. I need I need a solid name. Um, so basically, the the concept that I want to start with is banking the unbanked. I don't know um, if there's a you know a clever name we can come up based on that concept. Um, or it could and there's and there's another like business that I need to set up in order to do my cryptocurrency and so I need identification verification Uh-oh. so I need to set up and I and I kind of want to do it in like in a, th- in a third world country or something where they you know where they have access to phones but people might not necessarily be able to get a bank account or something like that um Cameroon just throwing it out there some Cameroon, some African country. Oh, okay. I didn't even know what that was. Oh, <laughs> what's Aleppo? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the the only reason I, I mention that is because um, Free Talk Live, who you know the gentleman runs the the LRN.FM network, which this show airs on, used to have a caller a long time ago when I was still listening on the regular, where it was like a guy from um, Cameroon who was kind of in that situation, where he was, you know, he he somehow got the ideas of libertarianism and was trying to be an entrepreneur 
but has trouble, you know, financing a business um, because it's Cameroon. (laughs) And, you Mm -hmm. know, so they were, they had some, some Bitcoin things going and it was like, you know, Bitcoin over the, the SMS network kind of a thing. And, you know, so, I mean, any, any country that you're talking about would be fine. That was, that's the first one that popped into my head as one that could be served by what you're talking about. Excellent. For that reason. But it doesn't have to be. I feel like I derailed you a little bit. Please continue. Unless that was it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. Um, uh, what, what else were we talking about uh, pre-show? Um, a lot. Well, a lot of it was just... That, that that speech and how to get how to pose the question um, to to young people to plant the seeds of liberty and anarchy in their minds um, so that they go off in the direction of finding the information on their own um, rather than s- sending them on a quest uh, to to validate the current to validate system. yeah <laughs> to validate their own current system yeah so the question would be is fiat legal tender necessary um and that's the way the the way the question is currently phrased yeah yeah and it's actually a little bit longer than that but that's basically the the question so and and if you ask a a college student that of course they're gonna go out and find 30 reasons why it's necessary i mean they're trying to get the the grade right and they're gonna try really hard and they're gonna find it and that's gonna be their answer um so I would say don't even start there. I would say I would say why is gold money, and have them start there, and then they have the correct uh, background on on uh, on what money is. Um, and of course, there's there's you know a huge history of of money, and other things have been used, but but gold has has worked the best and has been around the longest uh, as money. historically yeah and and it'll always be there no matter how many times uh fiat currencies fail uh and we're coming up right on uh you know i guess 50 years since uh the uh uh uh, well since the u.s dollar became 100 percent fiat in 1971 so yeah we should uh be getting ready for for the for the dollar to not be the world reserve currency anymore it might not fail but um it, it 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 will be, I think. Uh, what do you call it? living living conditions in the U.S. will will be worse uh, okay. because we'll have to print more money to get the things that we want, um, and so yeah, we're not going to be able to afford this empire forever. I mean, em, em, that's that's why Rome fall, fall you know fell and you know in the British Empire. I mean, it's just like. Uh, they don't last forever and uh and they shouldn't <laughs> shouldn't we shouldn't have empires so i'm gonna i'm gonna throw this out there because a lot of a lot of times it comes down to the military might of the united states empire right every time that some you know secondary nation decides that they want to stop using the dollar and move to something else or you know finance their own currency um their leader finds themselves dead sure so, could could the U.S. prolong the empire by just assassinating all of those who oppose the dollar being the the reserve currency, or will it take like a Russia or China getting away from the dollar mm. 
you know, to to yeah, give others. It, it could be, but I'm, I mean, I think I think that's kind of where we are. Is is uh, that they're either going to uh, agree to uh, prop each other up by by basically not not stepping on each other's turfs, or or they're not. And then, the, then there's going to be, you know, uh, uh, some some real competition, which, um, you know, that could cause conflict or uh, could cause destabilization uh, in, in world markets and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I I don't want to predict, you know, what's going to happen, but uh, I I think uh, I think the dollar is under pressure. I mean, it, obviously, it should be because. You know, you spend four trillion dollars on Iraq, and it's like, you know, there's, there's, there has to be consequences for that. You know, <laughs> it doesn't just, it doesn't just get swept under the rug. No, you you just put tariffs on imports, and then you make other countries pay for that. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. Hmm. So, so yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, I'll just let that be. <laughs> The the other thing that I the other comment I made pre-show about that was just the 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 problem the problem is compounded because those students are surrounded by an environment not conducive to the ideas of liberty and freedom and anarchy. So you, you said that they it's impossible for them to come to those ideas on their own, um, and I'm going to say not impossible but highly unlikely because it takes a lot of effort. Like I know. I know for me personally, right, it was it was a weird transition to get from where I was to where I am. Um, although I had I had the head start of like not being political, right? Like I just wasn't. I ne- never voted, never cared, never really paid attention to politics. I'm sure I, I'm sure at one time I leaned more left than I did right, and over time that kind of shifted. I guess. Um, still an anarchist though. Um, but it, 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 it took a lot of like going, something is wrong with the world around me. And like, what is, what is causing all this kind of a moment for me? Um, so I can, and you know, started after college. Um, so I can see your point where you say like, you know, you, they, in order for them to find the, the path on their own, they kind of need to be like guided to where the path begins. Um, and I, and, and they don't necessarily get that. So doing what you're doing and guest speaking and, and phrasing the question appropriately to lead them down a path is definitely a, a way to combat the general direction that the, the school would t- schools and colleges take them naturally. And the other thing I, I forgot to talk, I forgot to mention this during the pre-show because you, you know, you talked about uh, gold being money or Bitcoin being money and, and what's going to happen and what else, uh, and I just, I, I also don't pay attention to the price of Bitcoin on a regular basis. Right. Like, you know, it's, I think, st- I, I've talked about it on the show when we've talked about it privately, you know, before. And I, we were having a conversation at uh, lunch yesterday with some uh, new friends over here about, you know, how to get into it. And I said, well, the, I, I didn't get into it to make money. Like, m- me personally, you know, with, with you know, our endeavors, MC, um, was more as a way to, like, you know, spite the government and kind of rub it in their face and see if we could get some attention um, <laughs> from from them. Um, so I never got into it about the money. And so since we're not doing that anymore, um, 
I don't pay attention to the price. And, you know, it comes and goes. And it didn't, the price move didn't strike me. Uh, I was just, you know, uh, uh, a couple nights ago, I was chilling at work, playing some video games. And I got a text uh, from our good friend Cosmo, curmudgeon. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, uh, Rich, uh, how do I get my Bitcoin off the Trezor? <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't think anything of it. I was like, um, you like you plug, plug it in, it you, in. <laughs> you log in, and then you, you transfer the money out. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't know why this is, so, <laughs> this is such a such a difficult concept. Uh, and and then you know a little bit later, I jumped online, and you know the um, because of the sources I use for show prep, you know some of it is Bitcoin related. Um, there, you know they they mentioned the the drastic price drop and the crash. The, the latest crash of 2018. And then <laughs> after reading that, I was like, oh, that's why he texted me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, it didn't make any sense. Like, what is he messing with now? You know, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, you know, he's doing another sell off. And so then I looked at the price and was like, damn, I need to like, I need to get some funds together because, you know, this, this is yet another buying opportunity uh, for oh, me yeah. to get more and hold, you know, like, <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't even, you know, we, we've been, uh, we've been here in New Hampshire for almost two months now, um, and didn't get work right away. So I think, I think I'm literally still waiting on like a first paycheck. Cause a lot of them was like a couple days into the pay period. So they're holding off and we'll give you two later type of a thing. So I'm like, I gotta, you know, I got, I gotta check the funds, check the paycheck, make sure the bills can get paid. And then, you know, because this is like, I'm going to, I'm going to say the crypto capital of the world at this point, at least in my mind, um, find an ATM and, or find a private individual and, and maybe score some more if they're willing to, to let some go. But yeah, I just, I thought it was fun. I didn't even text him back yet. I, you know, about that. I just, I just put two and two together. He's like, Oh man, what would, what would I do without you? I don't know. Like hold on to it. Like, <laughs> Why are you trying to get it off in the first place? And why is it so difficult? Like the instructions are there. How many times did we, you know, how many times did we walk through that um, type of thing? So that was fun. Hmm. Right on. The other thing, do we want, oh man, do we want to get into it? Um, the, the, the military nationalism around veterans day. Cause that was like the only real Facebook battle that I got into this week. And I had some support from you and other, other <laughs> co-hosts. Like it's, it's rare. It's rare for me to like to enter into those and not get slammed by, you know, the, the, the opponent and all of their detractors. I was right, like, Oh right. man, you guys, you guys had my back and covered it. And while I was like off at work doing other things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, you, you mentioned that sometimes you you rub people the wrong way, and that, and you don't you don't tend to do it in in a in a nice way. So people think you're just trying to be an asshole, and I guess some of that's true. But, um, so I tried to I tried to put it in in a in a way that that was less uh, uh, con- confrontational. Um, okay. So I guess my my last comment um, was that. Uh, Oh shoot! What was the last sentence? I don't know. Well, I mean, we, oh, I could pull no, it up. I said, if we I said there was there was a reason why they changed it from the the Department of of, of War, War to the yeah. Department of Defense, and that is because anything can be done in the name of defense. Um, well, anything besides um, uh, refusing to go to war. 
I just think the, the fun, the funniest thing to me was like how we were friends on Facebook in the first place. Um, and it's a community that you're now a part of, and you know, I'm going to say relatively new to. So we've had private discussions about it as well. And it's just, it's weird. It's weird to me that such a large group of people who take a class on individual responsibility, where the goal of the organization is world peace, one mind at a time, um, to get their panties in such a twist when you bring up the military. Yeah. Right. And it was, you know, for I'm, yes, I'm confrontational. Yes. I choose to be that way. No, I don't need to be that way. Um, but you know, for, for me, it's like, well, where's your comfort zone? And having gone through the whole, like, oh, let's be nice and let's try to persuade people. And like, let's, let's do the, you know, let's do the rational thing. And like, oh, what, 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 what needs of yours aren't being met where, you know, free markets can help you achieve those. Like I've, I've done that. I've been there. I've done that. Um, and it changes just as many minds as being confrontational. Um, so you know what? Being confrontational and kind of being a little bit of an asshole is more entertaining and more fun for me. Um, and since it changes the same amount of minds, I'm not here to change minds. I'm just, I'm just here to be con- confrontational with the truth. I speak the truth. People get, uh, uh, triggered that's that's how it works now (laughs) but anyway so you get you have personal responsibility world peace right and then you have a guy who you know as a former military veteran soldier um says that soldiers uh abdicate their choice in the matter when they're told to go to war and kill people right it's like they're, they're no longer responsible for their decisions um and, and, you know, and they're, they're the peace bringers, right? And I go, how does, how does, how does that even work? Like, how do you, how do you go through this whole class, right? How do you take all the classes, you know, that the, the program has to offer and then still not see the contradiction there, right? How, you know, uh, you just, you just went to, um, one of the, the, the secondary class MC. Um, and so you have, you probably have a buddy, right? They, they still do the buddy thing. I think, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So my buddy was another like former military guy. But when I met him, right, he was a former military guy that had read Mises and Rothbard. Yeah. I was like, sweet. This is my buddy, right? Like the 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 fact that you, you like you've even heard of Mises and Rothbard, you know, I'm willing to like look past that, the whole military thing. Um, and let's just focus on the understanding of proper economics for change, right? right? Plus, plus we're in the world peace seminar. So let's, you know, let's focus on that aspect of it too. Um, and then some discussion came up again about the military, right? And because he had read Mises and Rothbard, right? I brought up the economic argument to support my side versus, you know, the nonsense that he was spewing. To the point where I go, was like, you should know better, man. You've read Mises and Rothbard. Like, how do you how do you not understand this? Um, and that discussion led to like the disintegration of our buddyment and the blocking and the blocking, you know, the 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 unfriending and the blocking on Facebook you know, and all your, that nonsense. Your buddy blocked you? I'm pretty sure. Like, I I oh. don't I don't. At, how is that even unfriended possible? at unfriended at least. Um, but I don't, I think I tried to look his name up once just to see, and it, it didn't pop up. Right. So I don't know if, I don't know if it, it, it could be that he left Facebook or it could be blocked. It could be a number of things. Um, but in a, in a search for him on Facebook again, led to not me not finding him at all. Yeah. So most likely you're just blocked. 
Yeah, most likely. That's what I'm saying. But I mean, you know, is there other alternatives to that? Absolutely. What's the most likely thing? The most likely thing I got blocked. Well, by I mean, I, I could look them up right now. But we'll we'll get to that later. Okay. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> also, not that important. Happened years ago. Oh, I thought it was just this recent one. Okay. Oh no no no. Oh, okay. <laughs> this 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 one was not my buddy. This was just right. you know another guy, just some guy, okay. just some guy, who who friended me right because like oh you know friend request pop up. You took the class. I took the class. We have an understanding of things because we all took the class. Um, uh, and then no, we don't because again, similar to last week, there's a lot of people who took that class that don't understand um, personal responsibility, you know, and and a basic yeah. understanding of of the the peaceful agenda. Um, despite my going about it in a confrontational and asshole way, uh, the bottom line is it's still more peaceful um, than the nonsense that comes out of their mouth. So we got, you know, we, we went through Veterans Day, right? We had all that, and that's what sparked it. Um, and again, you know, we, we you know, uh, thank you. Thank you to the service for all the soldiers out there, right? For killing brown people and making world peace less likely um, and doing so with no remorse and no regard because you were following orders, Right, and that's that's the the ideas um, that are spouted off uh, by a lot of people that just make no sense to me. Uh, from that particular group of people, right, from from the the world peace one mind at a time crowd, um, it's it's amazing to me. Even to the point, right, like um, this is another one of those world peace one mind at a time crowd whom I'm a lot more friendly with because again, there's some things we just choose to ignore. So that I can maintain some level of friendship with some of those people. Uh, but she's like a public school teacher. And apparently like people are vandalizing her school. And so she posted on Facebook earlier today like, can we please stop with the vandalizing of the school, you know, type of thing. And I was like, ah, shit. You know, like, can I ignore this one? Can I scroll past it? Do it? Can, should I, am I going to leave a comment? And I'll be like, nope, not going to leave a comment, you know, because uh, just like... Um, the, the thread that disappeared with this guy that I was able to salvage a little bit from, um, not, not having everything fall under my own thread, uh, means people go back and delete as much as they can. So I try to screenshot as much as possible. Um, this last one, I didn't screenshot all of it, um, uh, because I thought, you know, it being my post, I'd have a little bit more control, um, uh, on that, but no, he, you know, all of our comments fell under his initial question. Um, so when he deleted that, it all fell with it. So I was able to salvage most of it. Um, but with hers, I just shared the post. And if the post gets cleaned out, the post gets cleaned out. Um, but my basic response was, you know, how about let's not work for an organization um, that funds itself through the extortion of peaceful people. Um, and let's not force kids to be in an environment that they ought not be. Right. Then then, dude, then we don't have to worry about the vandalism uh, type of a thing. And, you know, she's another one that a long time ago we've had conversations and I invite her. I said, call into the show. And her response was, I don't want to get destroyed on the air. So at least she knew, right? There was an acceptance there um, that, that, you know, there was, there was a right position, a moral position, and then her current career path would takes her away from that. Um, and then we'll ignore the morality because, you know, if in order to, for, for her to understand that she was going to get destroyed on the air, there's an understanding, you know, there, there's an understanding there that I'm taking, I'm taking the moral high ground on this, um, and that she wasn't going to be able to defend it, to defend her lower position. And yet there she is, you know, as an elementary school teacher and such a sweet person aside from that, right? Like, uh, 
if, if, if I look past that, you know, that's another thing that loses me a lot of friends. Um, her ex-boyfriend as well, who's a military guy, right? Like he was like, I'm me, I'm a veteran. I went, and I ignore that fact, right? We don't talk about work. We don't talk about what you do. We don't, we just, I ignore it so that we can be friends on a different level. If you don't want me to ignore it, we're not going to be friends. We can't because I despise what you do and I can never support you in that endeavor. Um, <laughs> and, you know, and so the, you know, the, 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 the unfriend hammer comes down and the, the block begins, uh, and, and another one bites the dust, but yeah, but you guys jumped in. I was happy about that. That was fun. It's always nice to, to, you know, um, even with Hask, a couple of our Hask friends, when they would jump in, uh, when I was getting like, you know, uh, responses from all sides and trying to like parse through it. And then someone else jumps in, I'm like, all right, someone else has this Bronson MC take over for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and then again, he never responded. He didn't even answer your guys' questions. He like, I, I just went, is, is, maybe I don't even see his posts. Is he still posting? Um, and he went, nope, blah, 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 talk to you guys later, and then deleted it all before I got the final oh, response. Yeah. yeah. Which is typical. But the, uh, so, again, go ahead, go ahead. I, I was uh, also triggered um, Uh-oh. today, yesterday maybe, I don't know when. But, um, oh, yeah, it was today. So I made a post about, no, I didn't make the post. I shared a post. And I normally don't share a post about uh, what Republicans and Democrats vote for, but this one was funny to me because it said that the Democrats voted no on the First Step Act, which is supposed to com- combat mass incarceration, and it's supposed to be a big step in prison reform. Okay. Um, so, so I posted it, I mean, mainly to trigger you know the Democrats. That's what the post is for, <laughs> right? Okay, so my friend, uh, high school friend, is a Democrat, and uh, he thinks Democrats uh, love me. Um, so he wrote, um, uh, where is it? I don't think I've seen this one yet either. Like I, I, no, I was br- at work. Brand new okay. this morning. Okay. Um he said truth the prison system needs reform lie these people voted against it because they don't don't care about you um so he's saying that these people care about me Um, okay democrats and then he's talking about democrats um yeah right and so i i wrote back you know well they've had 60 years to fix it and on top of that they still want to bomb afghanistan and they're ready for the next war um so and and then I said, well, for some reason, it's really easy for for the government to make mistakes, but it's impossible for them to correct them. Um, so whether it's the drug war or actual war, um, they can't fix it. They or they're either incapable or they want to keep it going. Right. And you know, based on this vote, I would say, well, you know, okay, so 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 this this type of thing is like a win win for for. Uh, Republicans and Democrats. So the Republicans voted for it, right? Saying, yep. okay, we need to fix uh, uh, mass incarceration and prison reform. Okay. Uh, the Democrats voted against it because, oh, it doesn't go far enough. It doesn't do enough things that we need it to do. So we're going to vote against it. Okay. 
uh, so now the Republicans can look good and the Democrats can, you know, think they look good. Uh, and that's the story they tell. And, uh, and in the meantime, um, it's still really bad. <laughs> like, yes. and it's going to be bad for the next 40 years. Right? <laughs> like nothing is changing. They don't care about us at all. <laughs> We're not in the club. We don't, uh, most people don't know how they operate. Um, and they operate in a way that they, that they'll vote yes on something as long as they know the other side's going to vote no to make themselves look good. They can say, Oh, look how I voted, even though I knew it was going to fail. Um, of course, Ron Paul was involved in that too. Yeah, he was. Put, I was just going to say, you know, put for all stuff those in, Paulites out there, put stuff in the bill, uh, voted, but, but here's the difference. He voted against it every single time. So he had a little bit of, yeah, but he little, put stuff sense. in there that he knew would pass and siphon away sure. funding for his constituents. Well, and that, I think that's the, where, where you, you misunderstand a little bit, but the funding was going to be taken away anyway. And yes. so it was just a matter of how is it going to get back? Um, so I think he did it the best way he possibly could. Um, as a politician. But, sure, sure. Um, so. That's like, they're going to tax anyway, so go ahead and get on welfare well, and get all the government the, pennies you can. Cause, he, he, he did set, I still think it's a good example. And, 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 the, and the way I could prove it is if everybody did what he did, everything would be voted no and nobody would get anything for free. So. It, you know, like I said, it's the best thing he could have done um, and still be in office for as long as he was. So, okay. Um, but anyway, um, so in, in this case, I, I still, I don't believe that they care about me or, or black people or, or, uh, you know, anybody that's incarcerated. Um, we've, we've got a, a petition right now in uh, change.org to release um, Ross Albright. Albrecht and Albrecht, whatever. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. Can't I know. Even say his name right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and to just gloss over like it's no big deal. <laughs> that that Ross Albright guy. What did he do again? What? <laughs> yeah. So so he set up he set up a, a free a market. Uh, based on the trade of bitcoins and people were using it to trade drugs in the safe uh in a, in a safe manner um and it was great it was great for everybody involved and uh it was an exercise in free marketeering yeah and uh it was nonviolent and it actually prevented violence because well you know people don't have to go to back alleys to to get their drugs and so it's much you know, better and safer. It did um, not prevent fraud, though. I had a buddy who was burned oh, a couple sure. times on the Silk Road. Yeah, no, no doubt. But it was definitely buyer beware, and there was mm -hmm. no force involved. Right. And then if you do find somebody that's good at making trades, then you, you do repeat business with them. Yep. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he uh, he's in he's in prison, nonviolent guy, you know, in prison for life, and doesn't deserve to be there. I mean... Um, he, he deserves, uh, all his Bitcoin back <laughs> Yep, and he deserves to start another, another, uh, organization that allows free trade. And he deserves a Nobel prize for peace. Sure. Because do that, doing what he did, 
created more peaceful transactions in the world than anything any of the most recent Peace Prize winners, including Barack Obama, uh, have done in the name of peace and, right. and volunteerism and, and trade amongst people. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty much, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm sad when people think that the Democrats or the Republicans, you know, care about them. I'm, I'm sure there's, there are some that, that believe they care, but uh, they don't realize that like the system is, is broke by, by just by its design. Um, yep. It's, it's fundamentally like they can't, if they can't even not drop bombs on a country, uh, then there's, there's problems. If they, if they can't, not to put people in cages for putting chemicals in their bodies to make them happy, uh, then it's, it's just, it's just wrong. Like the whole, the whole system, like all, all the people in Congress should refuse to pass any other laws until everybody that's, uh, uh, nonviolent is, is out of prison. I mean, that's just, <laughs> that's just how it should be. Um, but no, they, they've all got things that they care about more than doing the right thing. And so, so that's where we are. Um, they've all got their pet projects. They all want to, uh, you know, win the next election and, and whatever else they want. Project. Well, uh, I, I mean, I really don't know. I mean, I, like I said, I, I think they, they assume they're good people, you know, just like everybody in the military. Yep. Um, they assume they're doing the right thing. And every time they get patted on the back, they, they get reaffirmed in, in that. And, uh, so it's it's really hard to uh, take a look at yourself, and that's you know that's why I thought the the size seminar was so great was uh, I mean really give you a chance to really look at yourself like what the heck am I doing you know yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, but um, there, there's this thing called I just watched it the other day it's called the moral matrix and and people put themselves uh, on on their teams. Right. And, and they cannot see outside of that bubble. Um, and it's, and it's, and it's so deep. I think maybe it's even more deep than childhood. And so for me, it's, it, it is kind of like, like I was freed from the matrix in a way when, uh, when I can see other people are stuck in it and it's like, why, why do you do this? You know, it's not healthy. Um, yeah. And it's, and it's so much better to, to have the type of freedom that I have and, and uh yeah it's it's just amazing i mean i my my life is so much better that i have the type of clarity and uh, and and ability to to well just just see right and wrong and when it's in front of me you know yeah so one of the uh, i'm going to call it an auxiliary class that the that sci seminar has put on was a a um, speech class i guess like a public public speaking class um and so I wrote and delivered a speech that I've I've talked about a little bit on the show here before, but never in the in the context of the seminar. Uh, and in in that mechanism matters. Like I've said it that way for so long, and I I I gave a speech in front of like a hundred or so um, of like the top level graduates because this is this wasn't a, a seminar um, offered to any of the. Uh, lower level graduating classes like you have to be a graduate of, of among graduates to even be invited to pay for the class uh, and then we went and I gave my speech and it's it's 
It's it's for that very reason, right? I'm sh- I'm sure that a lot of the people who get into politics think they're doing the right thing, right? They got they got the right reasons, they got the right motivation, they're trying to help the right people, um, but the the way they choose to go about doing it, right? Using the force of government to get those pet projects passed. Um, at the detriment to an entirely different group of people um, is always where I like, I draw the line. Um, so even, um, you know, like the, the military friends or my uh, um, public school teacher friends, right? I go, I get it. You like children. You want to help educate children, right? And there are so many other ways. There's like an infinite number of mechanisms that you can choose to fulfill that goal um, or that desire that you have, um, that I would uh, fully support a hundred percent. Like you need help. I'm there. Let's, let's do it. Let's work towards it. Um, if it, if it's financial help, maybe if it's physical help, probably if it's just, you know, emotional support, I got your back. Um, but when you, when you, when you say like, okay, we're, you know, this needs to happen and we're going to, you know, vote for the candidate that will make this happen. I go, ah, I can't support that. Like that's, you know, that's, that's the wrong mechanism. I can't get behind, I can't get behind the how, right? I can get behind the what, I can get behind the why, I can get behind the who, right? But the how, the how you go about things is so important to me personally, as far as like how I envision the world to be, um, that I just, I, I it's, I, I can't do it. I can't support anything other than a, a free and voluntary how, um, And if your goal is that good, right, you should be able to find a different how. You should be able to find a different way, a different mechanism to accomplish that goal that doesn't require require the use of force or fraud or violence to attain it. And so for me, that's all that has always been the sticking point um, with a lot of with a lot of what I would, you know, also consider to be generally good natured people, um, however, currently misinformed with the way things currently work or okay with the way things currently work. Like I have an understanding and think that it's okay. Right. Like, Oh yeah, dude, we, we use the state, we vote, you know, that's, that's how things get done. Right. So why wouldn't I slip, um, you know, something for my constituents into a bill because that's, that's the way it works. And then I vote no. And if everyone votes no, then it doesn't matter. But if everyone votes yes, well, then at least I get a little piece of that back. Um, you know, I go, well, that, that matters, right? The mechanism matters. At some at some deeper level, uh, the mechanism matters. MC. Hmm. If I was to say, well, it doesn't matter. Mm, I'm trying to figure out how I would justify it. So I'll have to think about that more. Well, yeah. Well, because if it doesn't matter, well, then the, then the state is fine, right? Using the force of government is fine, because the ends justify the means. Right. If, if you accomplish your goal, it doesn't matter how you got there. If you have, you know, because the weird thing, here's the other weird thing. Um, the, the seminar itself doesn't offer a moral position openly. Right. They, they don't advocate for morality in any sense. Um, and so after I took the, the class that you just took, they had a like a. Yeah. Well, they, conference. they would say, well, well, if you did this, how does it make you feel? You're like, well, right. I had to steal from somebody to get this done. How does that make you feel? Well, obviously they don't, they don't even consider that. So, I mean, they don't consider it openly. And, and here's what I'm saying when I say openly. So I, we, the, we, you might not have had yours yet, but there's a conference call, 
um, after that class that you can jump in on and listen on. And I, I specifically asked um, what, the, what the moral position is. And the response I got well, was everyone has their own moral compass um, and the, the universe will align itself with your, mor- with your moral system. Right. Was sure. the, the, the answer that sure. Okay. However, right. If, if that's the case, let's say if let's, let's go back to the basic for a second, uh, because this is the example that I always use. Um, if we go back to the basic for a second, there's a time when they go like, well, what is your goal and how do you get there? Right. And they say, well, what, if your goal is to acquire $10,000 in the next week, right. What are some, what are some ways that you could acquire $10,000 in the next week? And then they'll caveat it by saying anything legal, right? <laughs> because, because a great mechanism to get $10,000 in a week is to rob a bunch of people, right? It's effective. <laughs> it works. And if you, if you don't have any moral qualms with it, the universe is going to fall in your favor um, in, 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 in helping you accomplish your goal, right? So they do caveat it. They align the moral system of the class um, with the, with the legal system, with the legal framework that we're currently under. Um, cause they, cause they've, they've said that, and I've, you know, I've questioned them and they, go, well, blah, blah, and they hem and haw, but they don't, they don't come down with a, with an exact moral position. So as long as there's not going to be a moral position, as far as, you know, the, the, the class itself is concerned, well then, then we, then I still have a problem with the mechanisms that people choose to use to accomplish their goal. Because if, if, if you, if you fall on the position that it doesn't matter, then there, there's no reason to do anything, um, morally because it, it doesn't matter. It, you, whatever, whatever helps you accomplish your goal. If you feel good about it and you got your goal, then by all means, go ahead and do it. Rob people, steal from people, join the military, blow up brown people in Afghanistan. Who cares? Um, because if, if that's the way to make you feel free and to make you feel like you have liberties and to make you feel like, you know, USA number one, um, then by all means, uh, perfect, perfectly fine, um, in that respect and in that light. And I say no. So, if yeah, they, I think, I think what they, they want to do is, is focus on, uh, on individuals and, 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 uh, and it's like I said, some it's it's kind of like the Matrix. Like some people are just not capable of, of stepping outside of it. Yeah. So no, I got you. I, I mean, I don't I don't even know. Like and and to to I guess go a little bit deeper. I don't even know if there's a reason to oppose it because it just it just doesn't matter. Like, um, and that's kind of where I am right now. And that, um, I. Uh, it's it's one of the things they say is is uh, what you resist persists, and so like I'm I'm kind of done like resisting it, um, okay. and I, I mean obviously I'm still practicing and stuff like that, but yeah, uh, I I think there is is meaning in some of the things they they talk about, and especially for uh, personal freedom, um, if if these things if I let these things bother me. Um, then I'm not really free and, and, you know, especially like spiritually and emotionally. Um, so I think it, it really helps me, I guess, make better decisions, um, with how I communicate with people and, and interact with them. And, and, uh, and so, so yeah, I have much more focus and clarity and, 
and uh and uh yeah i think i think i really do think it's going to help me like you know stay on track yeah and, uh, and keep keep you know what what i want to accomplish uh at, you know in focus and so that right so and, that, and yeah, for someone does, like you it's fine right because you you have a straight moral compass as far as you know libertarianism and anarchism and freedom is concerned where i'm not i personally am not worried about you choosing uh, a state sure. mechanism to accomplish your goals well but other people and, will and yeah and in the case that other people uh decide that they're going to pursue you know state power it's like it, I don't know. It's like, it's, you know, if it's not them, it's going to be another person, and and uh, they're they're really just another cog in the matrix that that I just, you know, they're irrelevant. Like that's true. Um, but I, I I hold higher expectation of people who've gone through multiple classes about personal liberties, personal freedoms, sure. personal responsibility. Yeah. I, right? I don't I I don't have any expectation about any oh, okay. of them. It's like, it's it's, I mean. It, it it is truly bizarre, you know. It's like, but that's that was it was bizarre before I went to the class, you know. It's like, yeah. Um, it's like, you know. So, on this presentation, there's a TED talk. I think it's probably ten years old now. Um, they talked about the, the moral matrix, and okay, the, the most interesting thing about the whole thing was they they said, okay, well, you know, people divide themselves, you know, left or right, you know. Based, and I can tell all these things about you based on, uh, you know, where where you put yourself. Sure. And and uh, and he he went in to talk about like like uh, openness, and so he would and not openness in in the way that it's like obviously to, obvious to describe, but in in a way that that maybe a liberal might describe it, <laughs> you know. Sure. So, so he'd say open-minded people are more liberal and closed-minded people are more uh, conservative and it, that's not really true but um i, I think it's, it's it's a lot deeper than that but but anyway when he asked people to raise their hand he said okay all the liberals raise raise your hand and because of where they were it was like 80 90 percent liberal and they said well I, I know there's some libertarians in here so uh, you know libertarians raise your hand like 24 libertarians raise their hands and then he said, okay, well, now Republicans, you raise your hands. There's only like eight. And so, you know, it's kind of funny because they're like, okay, yeah, obviously uh, the Republicans are completely outnumbered. Um, but what I thought was interesting was that he knew that there was something different enough about libertarians that he had to separate them. Yeah. So is, is our libertarians outside of the moral matrix? And that's, and I think that is true. And so... I don't think looking at left and right politics and, and so what he was trying to say in his whole speech was, oh, well, we need to get these people to like listen to the other side and, you know, know that, you know, we just have, you know, different feelings about, uh, you know, these, these concepts, these moral concepts and stuff like that. And, and I think, I really think it's impossible. Like that, um, it's, I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is yet. Um, but even if the left and the right get together and they agree on something, they will still not be able to see it from the libertarian standpoint. And then yeah. that's what happens in politics too. They, they get together and the stuff they do pass, it hurts everybody. 
Yeah. You know? It's the, <laughs> it's the it's the wrong way for bipartisanship. They should be they should be bipartisan on the libertarian, you know, agenda. Well, the liberty, sure. The more but, freedom, but they're not. It's the liberty is the is the uh is, is anti an, yeah, anti government. Yeah. So like how are you going to get people together in government to create you know good for the world it's like it's the it's the opposite you don't um it's the fundamental flaw in the system as you said yeah so it's it's actually better when they don't get together and talk and agree on anything they just keep fighting and hating each other forever um and uh and then hopefully nothing gets done in government um because they they obviously they can't fix anything that was my point at the beginning yeah uh you know with this this bill to to fix prison reform um, they've had plenty of time to fix it uh, ever since it got bad, and and they don't care. Um, if they did care, it would get done. It's it's like the whole you know seminar thing. If if yeah. if you really wanted to do it, if they really wanted to do it, there's like a hundred people in the Senate. Uh, they could do it. <laughs> they <Yep>. don't care. <laughs> and what and what you just said is what a lot of uh, liberty-minded people are hoping for now um, is like a, a gridlocked federal government. Because it's it's going to be like it's Republicans versus Democrats yeah. for the for the fate of the country in hand, and nothing will get done, and somehow we'll skate by for the next you know two to six years um, if they can keep it gridlocked for that long. Yeah, and and um, during that whole time, we'll still be imprisoning people and bombing people in other countries, yeah. and uh, yeah, so it's like the the things that they pass, they they can't stop, and and. Uh, you, you know something you like to say you know based on results they don't want to stop <laughs> yeah obviously it's it's very clear what their intentions are their intentions are to talk a good game and get yeah. nothing done how do we know that because they talk a good game and get nothing done uh, the other thing i want to just i want to chime in real quick because uh, you said something you said uh, what you resist persists mm-hmm. um, and that's true right but what you don't resist also persist right so it, it's it's a catch tw- it's a catch 22 concept Right. Because whether you resist <laughs> you arrest resist or you resist. don't resist arrest, you're getting arrested. Right. You know, so <laughs> if, if, if you don't fight the federal government, the federal government will go on for eternity. And if you resist the federal government, well, all you're going to do is find yourself with more of the federal government in your life. I, I would so I would say you're missing a little bit of the point. Uh, so, like, I used to think, OK, we need to audit the Fed and end the Fed. And right. that was me resisting it. But the real answer was coming up with an alternative, and that's that's where the, the the truth of that statement is. Don't resist it; just do do the opposite of that in a good way. Sure. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's not so much about, uh, you know, uh, you know, resisting and impending doom. I mean, <laughs> like I can't, I can't re- resist death. I'm going to die anyway. Um, yeah. But uh, but whether yeah, you think... resist it or you don't resist it, it's coming for you. Sure. So, sure. Uh, all right. So we got a so few. I guess, oh, go ahead. I guess you, I guess you know to do that experiment. Like, what are the things uh, would you be resisting in your life? Um, me personally, Is yeah, that, yeah, uh, yeah. Hypothetical. Yeah. What am I resisting? I don't know. Because honestly, I don't think you're resisting too much. I think you, I think you are living your life the way you want, right? Yeah. And so that's that that's kind of what you know what you're supposed to be doing. Um, and you you know you're I would say you are 
pretty much a, a free human being and you're and you're very comfortable right. with that and you're happy with yourself and that's and that's how you're fulfilling uh you know the training anyway but right um i do have an answer for you though it, it may not sure. be anarchy related but i i am resistant to healing my leg injury resistant to healing your leg injury in what way are you resistant I, I, I don't do the rehab. I haven't been to a doctor since I had the surgery. Um, the excuse that I give is that I'm waiting for my medical kick in so I can go see a doctor. Mm -hmm. um, the real answer is if I fix my leg injury, um, I won't be able to qualify for a handicap pass, which means I'll have to like, I'll, I'll lose the benefits of a walking disability, <laughs> which as small as it is, it's very convenient when we go shopping for us to pull up to the front of the store, hang up the handicap flag, and me just to like limp around with a cane for a few minutes while we go shopping. <laughs> That's the best example I have for you off the top of my head. But it's true. It's ab it's absolutely accurate. And then even even hmm. now I can I can walk around for the most part without my cane, but I keep one in the car just in case we use the handicap pass. Um and and I, w I I was you know pushing very hard to get uh, my New Hampshire permit, you know my New Hampshire flag, um, so that I could have the flag. And then st and then now now that I have it, we got it yesterday. Yesterday, yeah, I got it yesterday. Now that we have it, um, now I can tell myself why well, I can go ahead and rehab the leg because you know mission accomplished, goal achieved. But I also haven't been to the gym yet. Hmm. Okay, well, I don't think that's qu quite falls in. Again, not anarchy related, but in in the in the terms of you know resisting and persisting, it, it that's my example. Yeah, and it's okay, but it's it's not really what I was looking for. Okay. Um. Yeah, we'll ha we'll have to talk about it more after. Sure. But we did. We you know it, we. I, I was, you know, we filled out the form, faxed it to my doctor, got the doctor to send it back, went back down to the DMV, because fuck, fucking the DMV, man, fuck those guys, fuck them, fuck them so hard. Um, we went down to DMV, <laughs> we went down to DMV, they said, oh no, we can't take the fax, the doctor has to fax it directly to us. So I went back to my doctor and said, hey, DMV said you have to fax it directly to them. So the doctor faxed it directly to them. And then like a week and a half later, because yesterday was my first day off that the DMV was going to be open in two weeks, because that's just how my schedule works. So I said, you know, let's not drive down there. Let's call just to see if they got the damn thing, because I don't want to drive down there just to get turned away again. So we called. And of course, they never received the fax. They wouldn't accept the fax even if they had received it. So, you know, whatever. Um, so then M do, you know, doing her best, like this is bullshit moment, you know, got a supervisor on the phone and the supervisor called someone, you know, at the, at our local DMV office and, you know, got the, we're just going to take care of you, you know, spiel. Um, so we went down there with, with just the facts that the doctor had sent me, right. The, the one that was unacceptable, um, the first time we went down there, um, and they took it right. Took, took it with no harm, no foul. You know, here you go, sir. Here's your here's your small amount of government benefits, um, and a beautiful thing here, like if, uh, the difference, you know, with, with New Hampshire and, and Hawaii, I guess, is the pass was free. Like Hawaii was like twelve bucks or whatever, like negligible, but still. Um, 
And then the, this one, I don't have to carry a little card with me either. Like Hawaii, it was like you hang the flag and then you have your little ID card that's signed. This one was just, you know, here's the pass and, you know, it's associated with your name and whatever. So if, if someone does ask, you just ID yourself and there you go. So, and the pass here is shorter, right? Like Hawaii, I think, I, and, and I think I'm going to keep my Hawaii one because I think it's good through like June of 2024. Um, and I think my new one expires in like February of 2023 or February of 2024, something like that. It's a, it's a shorter duration. Um, but still that's, you know, five years of primo parking, my man, just, just, just for walking with the limp and not rehabbing it properly. All right. We got, we're on short time. Do you want to read any of the headlines, or is there anyone you want to get into that you know of? Or Oh, no, go ahead with whatever you feel up. is necessary. All right, I'm just going to read the headlines then, because that's what I do. A billionaire uses $25 million yacht to bring supplies to fire victims, but police don't let him ashore. Uh, here, more California fire, because California is such a great place. Kanye West private firefighting is a force for good. Uh, Georgetown tree killer fined $53,000 for excessive pruning on his own property. Oh, this one I wish we could have got into. Nintendo wins $12 million lawsuit against ROM site run by a married couple. Uh, Amazon snags $2 billion in bribes and tax credits from New York and Virginia. Blaming globalization for our society's problems is just another version of victim mentality. And finally, headline, government denies homeless people food by raiding charity pouring bleach on food to destroy it. So if you want to see those, uh, you guys know where they're at on the groups page on Facebook. Uh, un unless unless one of those, you know, you really want to get into MC, I think we're just going to call it a wrap. And then, you know, they know where to find it. <laughs> right on. I, I want to follow it up with uh, the, the solution to all the uh, problems that government government creates in the world is for the, and this this comes from uh, Professor Schooland. Um is for the people of the world to stop asking governments to do things on their behalf. So just go out and do good if you if you think there's something that good that needs to be done. Uh, thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Because mechanism matters, and if you choose the mechanism of government, then we run into problems forever. That's my my final point there. Um, thanks very much for listening, everybody. You guys know where to find us: anarchistexperience.com. Facebook.com slash anarchist experience show prep in the groups page, Facebook.com slash groups slash anarchist experience, uh, Twitter. Cause why not? Twitter.com slash the anarchist exp and minds. Cause Facebook hates minds. They hate minds so much that I had to change my password. Cause they thought I was spamming Facebook just by putting the minds link in there. So minds, 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 minds.com, uh, slash the anarchist experience. And if you want to contribute to the show financially, uh, Patreon, or figure out a way to send us Bitcoin. Offer us Bitcoin, and we'll take it. And then we'll convert it to some other crypto that can be spent more creatively. Patreon.com slash The Anarchist Experience. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and we'll talk to you all in two weeks um, because I'm going to be out of town for Thanksgiving weekend uh, visiting some family in the, the Big Apple. Um, and if we happen to do a show sometime between now and two weeks, uh, bonus for you. Uh, but otherwise, two weeks from now, and hopefully by that time, we'll have the, the new segment ready to go uh, with another buddy of mine who wants to get on here. So we'll talk to you all in two weeks. Peace.